Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live. Maybe not live. You could be watching this. We're listening to this at any time. It's Ferd and Atlantic with your hosts, Joe. That's me. And some guy, Ed. That's him over there. Hola. Um, Hello. This is your favorite podcast that is <laughs> recorded today on this channel. Um, how you doing, Ed? Yeah, not too bad. It was nice having some uh, some Thanksgiving games to watch on a Thursday and I'll have to stay up until 1.30. But good thing it was only two games that we got to watch instead of three, right? You suck and they suck. No, the NFL suck for this. Um, although I understand, you know, health and safety-wise and blah, blah, blah and all this. But I know who's feeling pissed that this game happened, that this game didn't happen. The Broncos, who had all their uh, QBs go down and then still had to play a game. Whereas the Ravens had the two running backs go down and they're starting QB and don't have to play until at least they get the two running backs back. So they're feeling hard done by. Everyone else who's already had to go through this and had to play their games without their starting players got hard done by. And they're angry. It is what it is. They knew the rules coming into it. Um, as we were discussing before, there's a reason why the Raven... I can't remember exactly why the nuances of it. Mike Furrier was talking about it. Or I can't it's remember because they, they um, keep... Every day they have new ones, so they're trying to stop the outbreak before they can let the game run. But still, yeah, whatever. Um, so there's there is a specific reason, and it does follow guidelines why that game was postponed, where other games were allowed to go on. For example, as Joel just mentioned, the Bronco games was allowed to go on. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I do now sort of do feel bad for the Steelers because now it's sort of the third or fourth time, and it's gone from a Thursday game to a Wednesday game. So a, a six-day flip. And the main reason I, I'm worried about it is just because of the the return, the, the game after they will play. So it will be two or three days, and then it will play their game after. I don't mind the fact that it's been pushed back, but it's more the knock-on effect it has for the game after. Because they're playing on Wednesday, then they're going to play again on the... When do the Steelers play? Steelers are due to play. Unless they've the changed Monday, it. Though. Yeah, okay, if they change it to Monday. Like the Monday or Tuesday now. That would make a lot more sense if they've if it's gone now from a Wednesday, if the game is now the second game has gone from a, a Saturday to a Monday, Tuesday, that, that makes a bit more sense. But for for something like the NFL, which is so stuck in routine in a good way, um, and you know whenever there is a midweek game, you're prepared for it. This is yeah, I do feel a bit bad for them. But you know, they're the big boy series, you know, undefeated. Like this this should be nothing for them, right, Joel? Yeah, but we're, under, we're undefeated because we turn up, we follow the COVID protocols every week, every day. You know, we put our best foot forward into continuing the season in the way the NFL wanted and providing good role models to the community on what and how you should handle your job in this COVID time. However, we keep facing teams that get rewarded, uh, that get no, rewarded get out of here. Now you're for, following the, for breaking the rules and catching COVID. And the NFL now suddenly has a vendetta against us, even though we are just going by their rules and keeping clean. So speaking of these big boy Steelers, I'm looking at, I just brought up the games that they played. So they're 10-0, right? Yep. How many statement victories did they have in that 10 and 0? And I can only see two, and both of them were three and four point games. I can only see two massive victories. victories. Like victories against. Bad. No, no, because people turn up against us. 
people turn up against us. We're their Super Bowl. Who, what's we your biggest are their win? Super Bowl. What is your biggest? Who Who is the contender that you beat this year? Who's the big win that you've had this year? What's the big win you've had the this Ravens. year? That's one. And the second one I would say is the Titans. Those are your two Titans. big wins, yeah. Those are your two big wins. Apart from that, what you fucking played the the Giants and the Cowboys and the fucking Bengals and the Jags. Like, well done. Um, yeah, the Cowboys played us tough. The Bengals were good at I'm the not, time. We my point them. is... No, you you're going to name brand. Point, you're not going no. by actual play on the field. And I'm not having that. I'm not how, having how that. many of the teams are going to be... How many of those teams I've just mentioned are going to be in the playoffs? Apart from... Yeah, but they came up to play us. They were playing well against us. They weren't playing well against you. And they Raven, still I'm talking they about the Ravens and the Titans. I'm talking about the Ravens and the Titans. Yeah, I'm talking about everyone else. Talk about the Eagles. The Browns were destroyed. The Browns have played well. The Browns are 8-3. You're not going to win the Super Bowl by beating... You're not winning the Super Bowl by bringing, beating the Browns and the Texans and the Broncos. But what's the Browns' record? Because they have a playoff record. Yeah, I, I'm not buying the Browns. They're going to get smacked as soon as they get into the playoffs. They have a playoff record. The Ravens have a playoff record. Browns um, are going to get smacked as soon as they make the, make the playoffs. Titans have a playoff record. That, that's the, the two Eagles I'm saying. The don't have a playoff record, but they played us tough. The Texans are... My point is... People. You ain't beating any of the, the two elite teams that you played. To be fair, you did beat them, which is why I am giving credit. But you did not smack up the Titans or the Ravens. Both you played close. That is my point at the end of the day. That's what I'm trying to say. Teams play us close because they come to us playing I'm the best game I'm not talking about the season. shit teams, Joel. Not at the end of... When it comes to no, winning the Super Bowl, no one cares about the shit teams. People care about the teams that are placed in front of them. Uh, we don't decide the schedule. Um, no, no, si- you listen to what I'm saying. I get they what you're saying. Play us well. Yes, because we were one they, of the, wait, no, we didn't. We didn't play. They well. ha- didn't they play come well. in thinking that we are the best game they're going to have this season and they play well. That is not our fault. We beat them all. How do you feel about the Steelers winning the whole thing? Well, it's fine. So that it's fine. Time, so it's fine. That time, but... that time will come when it comes. Okay, so I don't know if if I thought a team was ten and zero and they were and they were this big ass team, I would think you had a bit more confidence with them. See, this is why the... this is how this is why you can never be the Patriots. You take it one game at a time, one week at a time, one opponent at a time. That's fine. No, the no, Patriots that's were fine. a dynasty because every week they took their opponent as they came. <clears throat> you too busy looking at name brands <clears throat> and <clears throat> fantasies and <clears throat> big billboards and records and blah blah blah. We just take the next team coming. We play them. We'll see what happens. The next team, we'll play them, see what happens. Okay. So is this what the Steelers did last time they were in the playoffs when they played the Jags? Is this, is, is this what happened? You know, looking at each game as it comes, is this exactly what, what, what happened? J- just remind yeah. me, because when not yeah. the Steelers supposed to play the Patriots? Wasn't, wasn't Le'Veon Bell and like yeah. all the Steelers been, oh yeah, no, it's us against the Patriots, it's fine. During the playoffs, yeah, guess, did, guess did, did this happen? Guess yeah, what, yeah, what, what, what did happen? What, yeah, tell me, tell just me what, Just like winners, uh-huh. just like winners, uh-huh. They may take a loss, they <laughs> learn from it, and they move on. See, if, if, we, if we look at it... What a bunch of excuses. Both the teams in that oh game... No, we're not, no we're, you're saying excuses. We learned a lesson. We lost, we learned a lesson. Let's look at both those teams, us and the Jags. Um, what happened after that? What do you mean There's what a big gap that? now, isn't there, Ed? There's a big you're, gap now, isn't happen? there? I told you what happened after that. I told you numerous times. Everyone, everyone got fired, everyone sucked, and then... That was the year get, after. And now... We're different. Guess what? Like I said, after that game, the two teams went like this. They went like this. That's fine. We're to- the situation we are talking about right now has got nothing to do with nothing got to do with what happened after then. You brought them. I told you what happened. You, no, 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 it does have. To we were comparing like for like situations. 
after that, I told you what happened. Blake, Blake Bortles run came to an well, run. It wasn't even a run. It was a. Oh, it was a. Oh, excuse me. It was. It was a brisk walk. Mm. So you're you're comparing Ben Roethlisberger to Blake Bortles. No, what I'm comparing is the team trajectories, the focus, winners and losers. That's what I'm comparing. I'm comparing what a winner does to what a loser does. A loser may win a game, but they suck as an organization. And since then, you're they haven't been good. A winner may lose a game. But the organization still stands and is still historically great. Thank you. Don't don't use this don't use this narrative of oh no we're going to take it one game at a time when you didn't do this before. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we didn't do it before and we lost. Guess what? We're doing it now and we haven't lost. Now what's the point? My now, point where you was now where you how going? do you fi- my point was mm-hmm. how do you feel about the Steelers in the Super Bowl and you did not feel confident? So you're just deflecting the question. I never said I never said it for government. I said we're taking it one game at a time, one victory at a time, one uh, week at a time, one team at a time. Very, very simple. That's what winners do. I learned from the Patriots. There's a reason they spent 20 years near the top, or 10 years, really. But you could still say when decade. the Patriots are doing well. Yes, I feel confident with the Patriots when it gets to the when it gets to the playoffs because yeah, they do. Yeah, other people teams. said that. The Patriots didn't. The Patriots didn't oh, say that. You do not work Other for the Steelers organization. The you can talk about the hey, Steelers. You do not work for the organization, Joel. We are all one. It takes all of us. We are all <laughs> one. You're a fan. We are all one. Uh, okay. all one. Take off your fan hat. Take off your fan hat. As a yeah. as a as a as an analyst, let's say as a as an analyst, how yeah. do you feel the Steelers? What is your prediction for the Steelers in the playoffs? That's my simple question. I don't predict they play very well, and we'll see how oh far they go. My, right. we're, we're not getting anywhere with this. So I'm just going to leave it. So it tells me all I need to know. You don't feel confident in your team. That's it. Cool. Next. Um, no, they just so, are a very good team. Overall, last week, week 12, um, the scores were 9-6. to six. I took week 12. Luckily enough, the Ravens see this game didn't amount too much at the end of the result. Um, so, yeah. Got that win. So you're 2-1. and one. I'm 1-2. One and two. Your your seven picks went four and three, excluding the Steelers Ravens pick. So it doesn't matter. I guess at the same point. Well, we're, we're, we're recording this. We're still the fact that we are recording this and the Steelers yeah, and Ravens game true, still hasn't true. happened is actually yeah. a madness. So you went four and three of your picks. I went six and two of my picks. My two losses were the Ravens, the Raiders against the Falcons, and then the Cowboys against Washington. That was my last pick. It's whatever. Your whatever, th- whatever, whatever. <laughs> so and your three losses were cards against the Pats, Panthers against the Vikings, and Rams against the Niners. And I must say, you know what? Considering all the upsets that happened, or so there was a lot of tight games and upsets, the fact that you only got three wrong and I only got two wrong, I think that's quite good to be fair to us. I think a lot more people had other games but yeah, anyway um it's it it was painful watching some of them knowing oh, that yeah. your pick was leading coming up in the last seconds of the game and maybe yeah. one last drive or in the Patriots case what they're literally the last kick because they missed the field goal before the Panthers and the Vikings yeah. missed the field goal before yes. it happened, and then they went down and scored a touchdown like I'm actually fuming how my one's lost like it's actually hurting me I was going to say, watching the six o'clock games, because obviously I had the Jags game up, Jags-Browns, which we're going to get a little bit into once we make our picks for week 13. And watching Red Zone, I'm like, oh my gosh, like all my games are doing so shit. Um, And then Vikings. So Red Zone popped up when the Vikings returner fumbled the ball and I was fuming. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Why he's got so pissed off. And then, Fair play to him. He caught the touchdown at the end to win the game. So I was like, oh, 
yeah, that's nice. That's nice. And then Pat's making that field goal at the end. Lovely jubbly. Loved it. Um, but yeah, I, I felt that you were definitely absolutely disgusting. You were definitely in the driver's seat um, for the six o'clock games. And Chargers, I thought Chargers could sneak it, but then they made some shitty play yeah, calls the, at the end. I, I was in the driver's seat, and then they all just seemed to lose. I got maybe one or two wins out of that, but then the rest of them, they all seemed to lose. And it, at the end of the Sunday, it looked bleak. For, well, the time I went to bed, I should say, because I went to bed early because it looked so bad to yeah. me. Yeah, I, I did want to stay up and watch the. Uh, I don't know why, because it felt inevitable watching it. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. not Packers Bears. No, no, um, Chiefs Bucks. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It felt inevitable, but I still wanted to watch it anyway. Um, as soon as it got to, I think first half, I was like, oh, I've had enough. I, I know how this will end. Switched off. Yeah, so like the the reason I, I feel like the reason people tuned into that so heavily was obviously they are huge names, but Brady at the Patriots and then Pat Mahomes at the Chiefs. Is a whole different matchup. Like that one was tight, yeah. tight played. Uh, Belichick doing his thing to kind of um, keep them not low scoring, but trying to he's doing the best job to defend them, and it, it just worked. Make, those games are hugely interesting. This one, two hundred yards in a first quarter by one wide receiver. Um, the wide receiver, granted, but still. Going on to that point, actually. I think we both of us and a lot of people overestimated the Bucks defense, or maybe yep. it was just that the Chiefs offense are just so good against that specific Bucks no, defense it that is, it made it lopsided. lopsided. Here's the thing: you know what I think it really was is because they put Tyreek Hill, they put him one on one with their corner, and I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they didn't give him safety help. I think there was that's all ego because. Tyreek just ran past him time after time after time. You saw it by the halftime, not even by the second half. He was on the bench looking dejected. Like, it was mad, but the, it got so bad that they actually put their, took their foot off the gas and just let the buck roll in towards the end of the game and make it look tight. He did the, um, I think on the sideline, he did the Shannon Sharp. Call the National Guard. They need yeah. help. Um, Funnily enough, uh, as soon as he did that, they stopped. They pretty. They pretty much stopped scoring. I'm like, yeah, we don't need to do anymore. Or went to Andy Reid. It's like Andy Reid, allow him, allow him. <laughs> um, I was listening to some analysts talking, and they were, I think it may have been on PFT or something. They were talking mm. about how the cornerback for the the guy who was on one on one coverage against Tyreek Hill was more a physical receiver, and they have no idea why they ran that man, yeah. man to man with that specific receiver. Um, I mentioned it to you before. With Jalen Ramsey against Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill killed Jalen Ramsey. Maybe it was, was one of Jalen's off games. I think it was one of the oh, first game last year with Nick Foles. Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill killed us. Um, but I guess you have to find those really quick corners to be able to at least help and then get a safety. Right, you need safety. Free safety. Top, you need a free need safety, safety who's able to cover ground and a quick safety there as well. But A quick corner there as well, but it's so hard to find, I guess. You know what? I don't even... I don't even think you need a, um, a kind of quick safety. I just think you just need to understand that you, you are going to need to double him. I understand that there are a lot more weapons because obviously towards the end, they just started backing up and then Kelsey was just eating underneath. But someone's going to kill you in the offense. Just, you, just, I, you can't let it be Tyreek Hill running past you. I, the reason I say a quick free safety is you need him to help avoid a 50-yard run and make it a 20-yard run by getting from one side of the field to the other if he is on the other side. But, yeah, I mean, that would require him to catch Tyreek Hill. So, second down here, you know, head-to-head. -head. 
the most important, not the most important part of the show, but the big part of the show, how it goes. We each take turns making a pick, draft style. Whoever picks, whoever takes one team in the matchup, the other person has to, by force, by law, that these are the rules. By force. You have to take the other team. By force. Uh, yeah, so um, as you won last week, Ed, uh, winner stays on. You've got the first pick up and, up and coming. Week 13 schedule on Sunday, we have got in the early games, Jags-Vikes. Browns Titans, Raiders Jets, Bengals Dolphins, Colts Texans, Lions Bears, and Saints Falcons. For the late Sunday night games, we've got Giants Seahawks, Rams Cards, Pats Chargers, Eagles Packers. And then on Sunday night football, we have Broncos Chiefs. And then Monday night football, we've got Bills 49ers. Now the Ravens and Steelers games have been moved, so we've got Washington and it's Steelers on Monday. So for us, it'll be Monday evening, about 10 o'clock. In the US, it will be about 10 to away six, about four. So like a late afternoon kickoff. Mm-hmm. And then on Tuesday, we've got Cowboys Ravens, which is Tuesday night football game. Um, so that's the schedule. A couple, I feel, short bets for teams you would want. But then there are no sure bets in the NFL, as we found out this week. Mm-hmm. Or as we already know, there is never an easy bet. Even if they're leading in the fourth quarter with like 10 seconds left. Um, and it'll be interesting now how we, both of us will assess the Ravens and the Ravens and the Steelers going forward for, for the Week 13 games. Although we will still probably pick both of them, but it just depends on where we have them in our rankings, how much it's we think. The, I think it's the kind of trying to predict injuries is where we're going with this. Because um, otherwise, we know, we know who we want in each matchup, pretty obviously. But it's, it's if important players get injured is what we're scared of. And to be fair, at the end of the day, there could be another Bronco situation where something happens yep. five, six hours The whole hours team gets wiped out. Mate, <laughs> That's the day, the night before they leave for the actual game. So, with the number one pick, I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs over the non-QB Denver Broncos. No way. No way. Oh, my God. That's such a shock. Like, how are you going to take the Chiefs? That's just, that's just so shocking. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's the Chiefs. I can't believe you've done this. Do 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 we need to go into it? Yeah, so um, let's actually go into it. The, right, the QBs, the QBs should be back. You can go. Yeah. Go. Okay, I'll go. The, Q, the QBs should be back for the Broncos. Um, well, what to do? Makes, what, what Drew Lock and Blake Balls? Yeah. What to y- do? Yeah. Um, so, like I was saying, they will be back, but that makes absolutely pretty much no difference whatsoever. Um, the only problem is, do the Chiefs really want to win this game? Obviously, they want to win the game. The yes. question is, the question is, are they going to pay attention for long enough to win the game? Of course they are, because they can rack up 200 yards from one guy in the foot in a one quarter and then just not play the rest of the game and set the defense ride it out. <laughs> the other thing is, who on the Broncos would really scare you in this situation that would, that would really bring an upset? Oh, don't so, worry, I'll answer that for you. No one. It's a bit harsh. Like, okay, right. who? I, I was shitting on the Broncos a little bit. That's, that's, that's Me- a bit harsh. Melvin, I, Melvin Gordon. I still want to show love to my boy, um, to my boy AJ Bouye, former Saxon. Oh, he's boy. on there. 
Yeah, he's on there. He made, he made, he made, he made a great. He made. Don't chat shit. He made a great play on the weekend. Well, so it was Taysom's pick. I'm not sure if you saw it. Of course, uh, it was Taysom Hill. Did you see the pick? What happened in the pick? No. So AJ deflected a pass to a wide receiver. So deflected a pass. Um, mm. Ball jumped up in the air, and one of the other Broncos defense caught it. So that was mm. that came off at AJ. Um, Incompletion or pass breakup, but whilst the ball was in the air, but yeah, he isn't the old AJ who was locking up AB. Um, so, uh, yeah, as we mentioned, their QBs are all out. Philip Lindsay is questionable. Um, saying that Philip Lindsay hasn't been what he was his rookie year. Yeah, Bradley Chubb. I like Bradley Chubb, but. Anyway. Yeah, and he's he's the focal point of their defense. Obviously, they got um, Joel Casey in the middle. Who? Yes, you your know, boy's is, there now. Yes, yeah, Joel's there. He now. is. He is. What I'm gonna say is he's a great he's a great interior tackle. 100. percent Is he Aaron Donald? I mean, who is? There we go. So I think that's what, that's really what you need. If you need you need Chubb, what you need is Von there on the other side, and then Casey can have free reign in the middle and actually do a lot. That could do, I think could do a lot of damage. But them not having Von on the other side has created a massive imbalance in their yeah. kind of attacking of a QB. And I, I do feel just the Von Miller at the start of the season was just so annoying because I really want I love it when they, you've got the up and coming pass rusher on the other side. You've got the younger pass rusher. I love that dynamic between a veteran and um, sort of. The student, so to speak, because we had that for one year with Claire's Campbell and Josh Allen. Um, Broncos were supposed to have it with Chubb and Von Miller. Yes, and when that doesn't pan out. Mm. Now, I'll be interested to see what your your first pick. I, I think I know what it should be, but who's who's your first pick, Joel? No, we always know what it's going to be. I think there's like two or three. Yeah, so do I. I think no, no one. I've got three down. Two. I've got three more down in my top tier. Okay, maybe three. Okay, well, okay. well, three. One is dependent on some results. But uh, for the most part, I'm going to stick with this rule because it's um, done me well and it's pretty much been an easy win all season. Um, so with my first pick, I am taking the Raven Raiders at the Jets. Hmm. Once again, I don't know why I didn't think about this. Always bet against the Jets. Easy wins. Um, I'm gonna let you talk about that game. Uh, uh, is that all you're gonna say? Then I'll, I'll go on. Because I, 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 I don't care about the game. All I cool. know is that the Jets are playing and they act, and they are actively losing so far. So, yeah. So, um, I said to you, I feel the Raiders are this year's Titans in terms of I, I feel Ra- Raiders are a Titans esque team, whereas the Titans have I think a little bit of a better O line who can pass protect a bit better. I feel Raiders have better receivers, but they have the same philosophy in terms of running the ball, playing a little bit of... Uh, Titans like to do a bit more play action. Raiders like to air it out a little bit more. I feel like the same team. They're a similar team in terms of... Both of them will turn up against big opponents, sort of what the Titans were doing last year, which I was saying to you, I, and something I'm going to talk about every week. I had the titans doing really well in the playoffs last year because they beat the big teams when it mattered in the regular season last year and don't lose to shitty teams i feel the raiders are doing the same thing they will beat that they will hold the in the big matchups they'll hold teams close like they did with the chiefs second time around or beat them against the chiefs again second time around uh, first time around second time around first time they beat them first time 
And could this potentially be a banana skin? Could it? I mean, they did get smacked yeah, up by the Falcons. They... they got smacked up by the Falcons last yeah. week. Um, that was the banana skin. That was the banana skin. That is fair. I'm just, I'm just hoping all year that the Jets will get a win, just so the Jets can slide up into that number one pick of the draft. So I'm just, that, that's just, that's just where a little bit of hope out of me is coming, and I'm just being a bit pessimistic about, uh, being a bit optimistic that Jets can somehow squeeze a win. But I get what you're saying. Raiders are definitely favourites, but that I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. I'm just saying. They can't do that twice in a row because it was a surprise that they lost to the Falcons as bad as they played. When it comes to the big teams, I think they'll hold them close and win. And I think they'll do enough to make the playoffs because the AFC isn't what the... Oh, no, the AFC is a little bit... The AFC is a bit more competitive than the NFC playoff races. I think they will make the playoffs. They could have a run, but I wouldn't be surprised if we beat the Jets. Which sounds like a hot take, but I don't mean for it to sound a hot take. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Anyway. We yeah, because we've always gone against the Jets and rightly so, and I I definitely would have had the Raiders as well, but they were a bit lower down. I'm just waffling now. So anyway, the pick I thought you were going to make is I'm taking the Packers over the Eagles. Yeah, that was going to be that that was going to be my second pick. To be fair, um, I just couldn't get let you get away with the with me having the Jets, so I just had to get put put me out of my misery kind of thing. I respect that. Um, but yeah, Eagles are just looking really bad, just so bad. Um, also, I just want to say something as well. Doug Peterson, after he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles that year, do you know he he released a book calling I can't remember the exact name of it, but he released a book thinking he's Billy Big Bollocks all of a sudden. But yeah, I mean credit to him, he did win a Super Bowl, but. I think it was something about the art of winning or something super generic. No way, did he actually say that? Uh, what, was the, what was the actual name of the book? Ah, Fearless. Fearless is Eagles coach Doug Marone's story of how the Eagles became Super Bowl champions. This is an inspirational story from Ultimate Underdog Team and its coach. Um, he released this after they won the Super Bowl. Like, maybe at the end of your career or whatnot, you can sort of stay this and then you'll have a bit more perspective on your career. But Fearless, yeah, Fearless is saying, Carson Wentz, you're not playing well. I'm going to drop you and play my backup QB. But, you know, I thought that would be, I think that would be a Fearless thing to do now. All right. I'm toying with some, I'm toying with some picks. Yeah, I've got I two. I I've got two that I would want. I think I have to go for it off the strength of the last week let me just check their last week's stats to 100% make sure because whew, no no okay I'm, I'm calling an audible I'm calling an audible yeah this has got to be done calling an audible and I'm picking the Seahawks at the Giants that was without that was what I mean yeah <laughs> I was you know there, there are some very tempting ones out there but you can't lose focus when injuries pop up especially to a starting QB yeah. that is um, a kind of a middle-of-the-table yeah. QB. If, if he's keeping someone else off the ben- um, on the bench, you have to ask yourself how bad really is that person that has to step up. I did, think that, I did think the Giants could win the NFC East, but I, w- I sort of was like what Daniel Jones was doing past couple of games and what mm-hmm. Giants were doing with him as a player, being able to run the ball a bit more. Um, but now with him out, 
let's see how Colt McQueen would do, I guess. Big Colt. Now, with my third pick, you're going to love this. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, of course I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Steelers over Washington. Of course I'm going to do it. After all that talking, you're nonsense child, man. I, that's fine. Steelers can beat these shitty teams. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the big boy teams. But... You're waffling. The wa- I'm not Washington waffling. Great that's my whole point. What, Washington has a great defense. Washington has a great defense. So you're saying, do you want me to take Washington then? Do you want me to take Washington? Do you want me yeah, to give you the Steelers? Yeah, okay. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying, it's a hard game. Um, the the pass rush of the, the actually the defense has actually played very Washington has played very well. I think they have yeah. one defense. Yeah, are they? No, I think the, no. The Saints, the Saints are, but they they are a number one in a lot of like pass rushing categories, uh, QB hitting categories. Because number one, I think it's the Saints. Um, Steelers is up there on because of takeaways. Um, it's a good defense. Um, do I rate the offense? No. But uh, Scary Terry has been doing his thing. Um, and so much he was asked to be, made to be a captain because of his heart. Um, he's done a, he did a lot. Of, he did the DK chase down. Obviously, it wasn't as long. But he did the DK chase down and, and stopped the TD. Yeah, um, saved the, four points for his team. That yeah, was big. Against, against the Cowboys, was it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, coming off a week, if you think coming off a week, coming off a buzz like that, you can either go two ways. You either get slumped or... Um, you keep building on that and becoming a great team. But obviously we don't want that. We want the Steelers to win, even though you pick them, you snake. When you were when you were talking about it, it sort of reminded me a little bit of the Niners defense or the Niners team a little bit where they didn't have necessarily the best offense, but they they had a lot of talent on that defense, a lot of first round picks, a lot of blue chip players on their defense. And I really like that about Washington being forward with Ron Rivera. I really love Ron Rivera as a coach, River Boat Ron. And what he's building there in Washington, um, mm-hmm. just having just a whole reset of the franchise in terms of just the, the disgusting things that came out with their backroom staff and some of the yeah. that some of the people higher up in the organization used to do from a female perspective or other ingoings within the organization. It's really, it's, I do like how Washington is trending towards the future. On a couple of stats on Washington's defense, they are fourth in yards allowed. Can you guess who one, two, and three are? I think they're all three of them are easy, actually. Saints? Yep. Steelers? Yeah, they're third. Who's second? Titans. No, uh, Titans are... Way lower than you think. Yeah, I'm well, throwing a random one in there. They're bottom ten. Um, second Jeez. is no Rams. Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, Rams have been carrying their defense has been carrying that team, <laughs> and then Indianapolis, who were doing really well at the start of the year, are fifth, and then San Francisco after. Let me check. I was just going to check uh, sacks because that's something you spoke about. Mm. If I do this, TOFL rushing penalties. Oh. 
just I'm just searching sex and that's it for stats. Oh wow. And as you were saying about sex, so average sex per game, Washington are third as well. Can you guess one and two for that? It has to be Saints, let's do this. No, so Pittsburgh is first with 3.8. Philly is second with 3.3. Oh, yes, wait, hold on. Yeah, I don't know why I said Saints. Yeah, I'm saying the Saints because they have good defense. But yeah, so they've got, they got a better, is, yeah, they've Philly, got better defense, yeah. Philly is, Sacks is all Philly has. So those are the, there's only five teams with more than three sacks a game. Saints, Rams, Washington, Philly, and Pittsburgh. Is there so the eye test? Pittsburgh. Fair play. Uh, the eye test, when we do watch, when both of us, when we have watched Washington, we're like, yeah, their defense does look really good. And some of the stats do back up as well. Mm. So I get what you mean in terms of feeling, hey, maybe if Big Ben gets pressured, there could be couple throws going the wrong way. But to be fair, this season, um, he's been pressured a lot, and those throws have been coming out and destroying defences, destroying coverages. So, I, yeah. think, I think low-key he may prefer the receivers he has now compared to a couple of years ago because I do think they're better from a short distance compared to longer distances. I do like what they can do from short routes mm. in comparison to longer routes. Anyway. Um, that's my, my third pick. pick. Your third pick. Yes. My pick looking scary. Scary. Ooh. Ooh, scary. I think I have to pull the trigger and say I'm taking the Titans against the Browns. I wanted it, but I didn't think it would. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be down a couple more picks. Um, yeah, I think so too, but I have to get a couple of my sleepers in a bit early, um, yeah. assuming as you're taking my teams. So this one, this game, the name of the game right here is Ball Control. Um, two of the better teams this season on running the ball and oh, holding okay. it for a long time. Okay. Um, and then, but one of them obviously has a better passing game coming off of it. Um, in the Titans and uh, their defense at the beginning of the year was one of the scarier looking ones um, from what I remember when doing a bit of research for the Steelers game um, yeah so they had a scary defense they're better at ball control Derek Henry obviously gets worse and worse for the offense for the opposing team as the game goes on if this game goes into overtime uh, Titans win if it's if it ends before overtime, I can still see the Titans winning um, and then holding out, just holding out basically uh, to the point where, because I feel Baker can't do as much as Tannehill can for some reason, um, even though he was the bigger hyped uh, player. So I watched Jags Browns and I did not leave that game thinking, wow, Browns can actually make the run in the playoffs. Like they look so good. No, 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 no. Where where the Titans last year did really well on the back of having a solid defense and a really potent offense when needed with Derrick Henry there and Ryan Tannehill off the play action. Mm -hmm. I just don't rate what the Browns were doing over the weekend. Baker had two or three really nice throws. I thought, wow, those were great throws. 
Mike Lennon had three or four of those throws as well. I'm just saying. Mm. I, I'm, I'm just saying. And Baker did miss a couple really bad opportunities. Now, some people say, oh, he's definitely going to improve on that. That's fine. Those are easy throws that he'll make in the future. Others will look at it and say, how the fuck are you missing that? Though there were a couple wide, wide, wide open throws that weren't long distance, a very short to medium distance that he completely missed. And I told you I don't really rate Baker as QB anyway. Um, I see him in the Tannehill, Kirk Cousins bracket. Some people take will take offense to it. Some say, yeah, that's where he should be. That's where I still see him. That, that, that's where I see him. Some people may see him a bit higher. I don't see that. Some people may see him a bit lower. I think that's a bit harsh. He's in the, he's in the so it's Tannehill, Baker, Carr, Goff. They're all in that same bracket. I personally, I'd rather have Carr and Tannehill over the other two, but that's where I see Baker. I'm not buying that they can make too much of a big playoff run from what I saw against them over the weekend. So Is, is um, one thing I may have overlooked, is, is Miles Garrett back for this game? Uh, no, uh, I was just checking and no, he isn't. And another thing I was going to say on that as well was when I was saying about the Steelers, how, they, how they've got two big victories against the Titans and the Ravens. I'm looking at Brown's wins and their biggest win is against the Colts, but the Colts did also lose to the Jags. Their biggest win is the Colts. That's their biggest win. We've been decent on the Colts this year, though. They have been an up-and-down team. But... Ravens smacked them up at the start of the year. They beat Washington third game of the week. Cool, fine. They, but they didn't work it out until mid-season. Uh, still, they got smacked up by the Steelers. They were one possession game against the Browns. They got beaten by the Raiders. They scored one touchdown against the Texans. They beat the Eagles, which we both saw. And I thought, even then, they did not look good. Apart from their running game, they did not look good. Yeah. I'm just not buying that. They'll make it to the playoffs? Cool. They're not going to win a game in the playoffs. Mark it here, whatever. If they do win, whatever. You know what? Fuck it. Let me see. Playoff picture right now. Well, who would be their game? Playoff picture right now. Who would they play? Looking at the playoff picture right now, the Browns would be playing the Bills. Who would I take in the matchup? I'm definitely taking the Bills. That's just what I'm saying about the Browns. Yeah. So, with my fourth pick, I am taking... I'm taking the Ravens over the Cowboys. I knew it. I knew it. So we've got the two teams. Play- I've got the two teams playing on Wednesday, winning their game on the weekend or game next week. Let's hope for your sake and for my sake. You just got one of them right. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and just Cowboys. I I had a little. So I was given last week because you won. I had the final pick of all the games. I had to yeah. choose between the Cowboys and Washington. I thought, hey, Cowboys came off a semi. Big win a little while back. Hmm. Have they now clicked to the gear? Because that's all the media had been talking about the whole month, which is how the Cowboys are absolute trash, uh, how they're a joke with a team, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, what we have to look out for, though, is if Lamar is back by then. Because um, he has, he's not, he's not a close contact, he's actual COVID confirmed. So, At the end of the day, does it? Doesn't matter against the Cowboys. What I saw of them against Washington doesn't matter. On Thanksgiving, yeah, that's their one game to be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. On Thanksgiving, America's team. That's their one day to be America's team. And they couldn't do it against the lowly football team. 
Yes, but then it's you've got RG3 in there, and this if RG3 still has it. We rocking with RG3, that's calm. That's calm. Okay. Your with your fourth pick. In that vein, with my lucky hat that I was wearing last time I won, so hopefully I'm getting some of that, you know, good mojo back. Seriously, um, is that why you're wearing the hat? Yeah, that's, that's why I'm wearing the hat. Um, I'm, <laughs> I forgot you're low-key superstitious. I need to I need to find ways to fuck with you on that. I forgot you're I'm not, not low-key superstitious. I'm just, I need a hat. And this one did, I did win in this one. Might as well, you know, keep try and keep it going. Um, too, too bad Giannis can't win in a Bucks jersey, but anyway. I mean, he wins a lot of games in a Bucks jersey. He wins... MVPs in a Bucks jersey. He wins Defensive Player of the Year in a Bucks jersey. Too bad the last game of a season will always be a loss. So uh, yeah, you were going to make your, your your fourth pick. I mean, at least it's still a loss later in the Magic. That's so fine. My, That's fourth pick, my fourth pick is the Bills at the 49ers. Um, oh. The 49ers do are pretty good underdogs yeah. this year. Um, but I believe that Josh Allen turns it back on again and we've not got a game and it's an easy win for me, hopefully. I had this really down on my list just because um, I really like what the 49ers are doing. Uh, they've got a couple of key pieces in the defence back, Richard Sherman's back. They will still be well coached no matter what and the fact that they still got four or five wins considering all their injuries that they've had. Yeah. And again, saying all that, considering they made the, the Super Bowl last year with Jimmy G as their QB, if they had a bit more of a competent QB that could throw the ball a bit better. And do wow. you think that's Nick Mullins? <laughs> Hell no, no, no. Let's not go there. <laughs> I remember, so a while ago, I heard Nana saying how we tend to overrate the nationally televised games, so the, mm-hmm. the Monday night and the Thursday night. And I remember Nick Mullins having one of those games and I was like, oh my gosh, could Nick Mullins actually make it as a starring QB? I'm like, no, we, he was taking out the team for Jimmy G. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but it'll be really fun if Kyle Shanahan can get a competent QB. Maybe, maybe the, the boys in Michigan can throw him a little bone. Maybe, maybe for like a late round pick, maybe, why not? Why not? No Ma- not bad. Matty's just sitting there doing fuck all in blue. Let's get him. Let's get him out to the west coast. They're not that badly run. They just they just got rid of their gaffer. Like why not? This is true. But yeah, Jalen Jalen Rose was talking a lot about how the Lions should have drafted Tua with their third pick. Like he felt like Matthew Stafford obviously been an amazing servant to the club, and it's obviously time to move for Lions to go in a different direction. Why did they not? Get to yeah, I mean, her. Matt Stafford is not the direction that is hurting them. It was their coach. But and the whole organisation is kind of cursed. That's fine. And they realise, fuck, we need to start again. Yeah. They can't start again with a 30 year Stafford, could they? It depends how he feels as well. He might want to be in the yeah, but place if, where if if they got win. If they got two up, according to the curse that they're in, he would have never played a down because he would have still been injured. He would have got one set, one whiff of that cold because he spent his whole time in Hawaii yeah. and Alabama. Then it's hit by one up. whiff of that cold and be like, nah, you take me back to the south. I ain't, I ain't no, not even this. that. Because according to the to the thing, he might get injured. They might restart of him, get rid of Stafford, and then he gets injured. But anyway, enough of fantasy thinking. Um, that was your fourth pick, yeah. 
I, I just have the game a little bit. I was just because I like the Niners a bit. I'm a bit higher on the Niners than you seem to be, or unless you're just higher on the Bills than I am. With yeah, I'm the Bills than you are. Okay, fair. With my fifth pick, it's between two, but I will take. Yeah, I'm going to take Dolphins over the Bengals. I was hoping you'd just sneak, slip one more. I heard you said, I was like, yeah, you're going to say the Dolphins, but I just, um, I was hoping I'd slip one more. So we both assume that Fitz will be the starter because he started last week and, well, he should be started this week if he started last week and got a win. But then again, Fitz did win before their buyer, then two became the starter thereafter. Yeah. I find it very confusing because of his terminology, oh, is two, is two a hurt? Is that why Fitz is starting? But I don't know why Dolphins keep on flip-flopping. Maybe they want to keep that internal, whatever. Yeah. I'm still taking that Dolphins defense over the Bengals, who probably are in full tank mode. I, I think the Bengals are really hoping they can get some protection for for Joe Burrows in the draft. Third would be third pick would be ideal for them, considering QB would probably go one and two. They can pick up the tackle from Oregon. So uh, yeah. That's that's just I don't I don't feel Bengals are gonna get too many wins the rest of the year, if any. Yep. Well, seeming as you took that, I'm gonna take uh unlike you, I'm gonna give you your team and I'm gonna take the Vikings against the Jags. I don't care. Now the Jags are also in um tank mode. So um let's hope that they are still in it for Trevor, they're still trying. Um, if all else fails, you know, fail, fail for fields um, and keep these losses going after your accidental win against the Colts. So, I could probably remember all the games off my head, but I want to make sure I get them exactly right and what, what happened. So, let me, let me go over what happened with the Jags. The Jags have been competitive in a lot of their games. They have been blown out in some, i.g. the Steelers. But they have been competitive in a lot of the games, which is what you, as a tanking team, that's the ideal situation. Get a very, very high pick, but still look competitive, and you have young players doing well, and some things that I've mentioned before. Now, last week, we held, we 100% could have won the game against the Browns. The week before, we, we, had, we had a late minute drive that if we had a better QB than Jake Luton, we could have won against the Packers. We had a late minute drive. Part of it, I, I understand, is. Packers consider they're playing the Jags. It's whatever. I'm not truly convinced by the Vikings, so I could still see an upset. Uh, we did beat the Colts week one. I think we did catch them off guard. The Colts got better and better week two, three, four. And they've had a couple of these weird losses in the season so far. Obviously, I would have picked the Vikings if it was the last pick, but I did not want to pick it because I'm not mad if I had the Jags. They still keep it close in tight games, I feel. Yeah, but they keep it close just to make sure yeah. that they can make sure a hundred percent that the team across the finish line is that's leading is not them. So they yeah. keep it close to make sure they, they don't get any penalties for um, tanking, but um, we're going to keep it close. We're going to make sure you have the ball last and we're going to maybe make it more than a score just so happens to be more than a score at the end. So even if you don't get these points at the very last drive, we won't. But if by force you have to, we have to have the last drive. It's what we're not going to do. Score. I think there was only there's only three games where I feel we got truly battered: Steelers, Dolphins, 
third game of the season and Lions. I think those were the only three games I thought, oh, we got smacked up. All the others were one possession games where I felt we kept it really close until a final possession. Charges, I felt we kept it close near the end. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts. That's why I was, I, I didn't mind that it fell. And I'm glad you did not pick my next pick, which is I'm taking the Saints over the Falcons. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this. What? Um, after last week, I was okay with having the Falcons, but I didn't want to pick them. And I didn't want to pick the Saints because I'm pretty sure that would have sealed a Falcons win. So, yeah, thanks for whatever way it went. I'm, I'm all right with this. Huh? I'm all right with giving this one away. Yeah. Uh. I don't think there's too much. Like Falcons, they had a big victory. Do you have any thoughts on the on the Falcons' performance? Um, yeah, obviously, obviously, if they have a great performance, what we tend to do, what tends to happen is the next week, um, it's terrible for these you know emotional win teams, and that was yeah. a big emotional win for them. They came off a couple losses, um, came and won big according to the score, um, well, and the play on the field. Yeah, to be exactly. Um, so the next game normally is a they you normally lose for these emotional win teams, but the Saints is another one. They even with the injury, the Breeze injuries and Taysom Hill starting, they've been chugging along. They've been winning games comfortably, not as comfortably as before. The scores are a bit tighter, but they've never really been. You've never really been one to say, okay, the Saints have lost this one. The Saints have lost this one. The Saints have lost this one. Mm. This one. Um, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they'll squeak through. They'll squeak through. They'll squeak through if. Worst comes to worst. Fair. So, your pick now. This is your sixth pick. Two game, three games left, right? One, two, four. One, two, three, four. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna do so it. So just for, uh, so the four games left are uh, Colts, Texans, Lions, Bears, Rams, Cards, Pat Chargers. This might be the wrong pick. <laughs> this is. could very well be the wrong pick. Um, but I'm staying clear of a couple of them. I'm just trying to make sure I don't have this team. But maybe I should. No, I'm calling an audible. I'm calling an audible. Um, I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, that, that was going to be mine. That was definitely going to be my next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was gonna. I was literally avoiding games. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to go. However, what popped into my head again was they just they got rid of Kenny Stills. The Texans did, and then their best receiver, Will Fuller, just got placed on. Um, he just got a drug suspension, so a PED suspension. So who are they throwing to? Nobody knows. But guess who I'm not picking? The Texans. I definitely wanted the Colts, and that was going to be my next pick. Um, however, coming off, a loss, coming off a loss as well, right? So they normally play well at these games. Texans, Texans are uh, are on a little run. Texans are on a little run. Um, but part of that run was caused because of Will Fuller, so yep. that doesn't help. <laughs> a lot of that run. So now we've got three games left, and of these three games, I bet they wish they kept D Hop now. I mean, every sane person wished they kept D Hop. Apart from, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be harsh on Bill O'Brien. Apart from Bill O'Brien, every sane person thought they should have kept D Hop. I don't think there was any other person in American football. I thought, hey, that's a good idea. Let's trade D Hop. 
for David Johnson and a pick. Terrible idea. Absolutely terrible. I, I, I swear the Cardinals must have thought this is a joke. Like, what? You've been serious? Or like, that's a play off. That's a play off. They're like, yeah, Ooh, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. no yeah. You, can't say, you can't say yes too quickly. You have to be like, ooh, ah, seventh rounder. That's a bit steep still. <laughs> you throw in a pick as well. We don't think that I would. Uh, they could have got a better deal from so many other teams. Literally the anyone Vikings, else. They... The Vikings got a first round pick for uh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, they, they would have got a better deal from the Texans. They literally just called them up and said, um, every one of our players on the roster is available. Give us an offer. They would have got a better deal. Then I, think I, I, I bet they called him up and went, yeah, yeah, we'll give you, we need to get rid of D-Hop. We'll uh, give us the seventh rounder and we're good. The cards must have... The, the Texans must have called the cards because I don't see a way in the cards of call up them at the Texans and be like, hey, is D-Hop available? Mm. Like, that can't have been the conversation. I saw the conversation must have been Texans were like, hey, we want David Johnson. We'll give you this. Uh, can we have can we have David Johnson and this for D-Hop? If they had opened up the trade to other teams, they would have got so much more back. I swear a team would have given them a first rounder and some because the, the Bills gave a first rounder for stuff on Diggs, which I think both of us feel that it was worth it, but still. Anyway, yeah. so three games left. I've got two more picks. You've got one more pick. Yep. So I'm now thinking which game? Okay. I am going to take I'm trying to think what you would pick. So, I think you would pick them. Because I think for all three of my picks, you wouldn't have them. That's why I think I'm just, I'm just overcomplicating in my head. I think the next three picks, I don't think you will have. So, I'm going to go for the one that I think you are more likely to have. So, I'm going to take the Bears over the Lions. Yeah, the reason... Yes, that was exactly the one I was going to pick the last one. That was my one I was going to pick before I called the Audible. So... The reason I let this drop, and it would have dropped a bit more, was something we've spoken about, spoken about before. Yeah. Teams performing after their coach has just been sacked. Mm-hmm. It's happened quite a few times already this year. It happened with Bill O'Brien. Texas went on a run. It happened with the Falcons when they fired uh, Quinn. Falcons went on a little run, two or three game win streak. Mm-hmm. And now this is the Lions' first game after sacking Pat Matricia. Matt Pat Patricia. Matt Patricia. Um, I think they could potentially sneak a win. However, I'm still taking the Bears. I do think they're the better overall team. Let's just forget about their offense. I think their defense will hold on. Um, I've spoken. Who's, um, who's, starting? who's starting? I think I saw that Mitch was injured, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, gosh. No, uh, no, not Mitch. Foles is injured, uh, Foles so Mitch is starting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've spoken about what I think of Chicago's QB situation many times before. I'm taking the Bears over the Lions. Um, yeah, the Bears would have been my pick. Um, I was going to call it the one before. Obviously made a little audible. Uh, these two I found a bit more trickier, and I said let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Um, I've got one one game I'm leaning to. However, the pick, I'm I'm pretty sure if I pick this pick, um, it's going to come back to bite me because of 
what the, the other team is able to do, although they do not have many wins per se. Yeah. They have looked good in their losses, as in yeah. sections of their team have looked. You're good warming losses. to this team now. You are not high on this team. You're warming to this team now. Um, no, because I'm picking the Pats. Okay, fine. I, I, I was going to take the Chargers. I was going to take the Chargers anyway. Uh, um, yeah, so I, I, I still, I can't, I can't fight the Chargers. Every time they get close, they do something stupid and give the game up. Um, 100%. Bill, uh, Bill Belichick can obviously put them in that position easily. Um, but the Patriots offense still hasn't been playing well. Their defense is playing, I guess, a bit better. Um, but... Bill can somehow, if he sneaks in, he can sneak in because um, his run, his backdoor run to the playoffs um, is a real thing. Um, and he's pulling it off so far, even though they haven't been playing great. You know, Bill Belichick's eyes just light up whenever he sees a rookie or a sophomore QB. He's like, oh, this is going to be fun. They have no idea what's coming. They have yeah. no idea what's coming. So th- their this way. is definitely more of a. Uh, a Belichick pick than the play that we are going to see on the field. Yeah, it was. I was watching a bit of that. I was trying to wa- trying to watch a bit of that uh, New England game, and their offense was tough to watch at times. Oh. It was really hard to watch. Maybe you just didn't catch the right uh, possessions or the right drives, but it was so hard to watch at times. But I'm pleased Cam mm. is back for the Pats. Hopefully, he'll kick into get a bit more yeah. passing the ball. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, he can still run it, but passing goes a little bit off. And I guess part of it is also down to the weapons he, he has, which is what yeah. we said about Tom Brady last year. He didn't have the best weapons, but, yeah. So, the final pick. We left the final game. Rams, cars. I mean, I've already got my pick here. Who would you... I'm not going to put it here. I'm not going to change it. Who would you have picked? To be, to be 100% honest with you, I don't know. I really don't know, because... The cards have been bouncing up and down. The cards, when they're when they're both teams are playing well, the cards is the team I like the look of better. Um, but the Rams have been able to pull it out more often than the cards have. So I had no clue. That's why I left it. So both of us really like cards. One of the main reasons being D Hop and Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. We love both of them. I am biased against the Rams because we have their first round draft pick and I want them to lose um, purely for that reason. I don't rate Jared Goff that much. I think I mentioned to you, he's Baker-esque. I don't see him providing too much extra to the team how yep. other higher end elite, higher end QBs might do. Uh, so I was going to take the cards. I'm still going to take the cards with this pick, with the final pick. I'm taking the cards. Nice. Um, yeah, it's not even... I just don't know. I just didn't know how to pick it. Um, yeah. I got emotionally attached to the cards, and they've been hurting me um, as of late. So, isn't that just any other emotional relationship? Toxic, very toxic. So those were our week thirteen picks. Uh, yep. There were fifteen games. The two teams in the bye are the Panthers and the Bucks. Let's just go recap of who we had. Joel has the Viking over the, over the Jags. He's got the Titans over the Browns. He's got the Raiders over the Jets. Then I've got the Dolphins over the Bengals. Saints over the Falcons. Bears over the Lions. You've got the Colts over the Texans. And then for the late games, you've got the Seahawks over the Giants. And the Pats over the Chargers. And I've got the Cards over the Rams and the Packers over the Eagles. 
And then Sunday night football, I've got Chiefs over Broncos. Monday night, I've got Steelers over the Washington football team. And you've got Bills over the 49ers. And Tuesday night, I've got the Ravens over the Cowboys. So those are the 15 games that we've got on the schedule and our picks. How are you feeling about them? I, f- I, feel, I feel okay, again, as always, every week. Just once you get near down the bottom, you're like 50-50. Who do you want? Yeah. Um, just trying not to get screwed over by COVID again. So I'm trying to pick teams that will actually follow the rules and um, keep their matches alive. And maybe their starters don't go down because they went to the club last week. You did change your picks. You did, as you said, call quite a few audibles this week compared to other weeks. Is this uh, is this yeah. something new that we're seeing? Are you trying to spice up your offense a little bit? What is this? Um, no, no. Um, normally, I kind of go through, uh, I pick my picks, and then you'll pick the team that I would have in the back of my head as the audible in the next pick. Um, so this time I said, why don't, why won't, a couple of them I was going, I was going, I was about to pick ones that you, that that were late picks. So I was like, let me just get these middle teams, um, these 50-50 teams, and hopefully they pan out for me instead of um, wait for you to pick them and then be the winner on the other side anyway. You're looking at this wrong. I'm thinking three, four picks ahead. You're not looking at this right, Joel. You need to, you need to look ahead. You're saying that like I didn't pluck some picks from you. Um, I mean, there were. That's fine because I always had backups. That's fine. But down. Here we go. Money down. Big plays. You know the little bit of fun at the end to put a smile on your face to get you just thinking about yeah. general football, um, worldwide, and in America. Uh, who are you? Third down. Boom. Where we compare. Uh, NFL, uh, not superstars, but players in general, to uh, footballers in world football and try and convince the jury, if you will. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure if we should open it up to other athletes as well, because um, there's always some limitations into when you do compare one sport to another. So I think if we compare yeah. NFL players to anyone in the world of sports, that would be quite fun. My comparison this week, so I was watching a little bit of Derrick Henry and I'm trying to think, who does Derrick Henry remind me of? So what makes Derrick Henry great? He looks like he's a man amongst boys. I'm not sure if you've seen those clips of him in high school in Northern Florida, which still kills me that he's a Northern Florida boy playing against the Jags twice a a year. And what he was doing in Alabama, Heisman winner, just running down players, uh, your boy Ryan Clark saying, oh, he only does that against DBs and blah, 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 blah showing what he you, you saw the clip you saw the shit he was spewing uh-huh. um and i thought who in football is dominant like that who or initially you would think a striker who is someone who's big physical dominates defenses gets quite derrick henry's rushing leader right now gets so many goals the obvious thing comparison was maybe someone like dd drogba or old school someone like john hartson but that's doing disrespect to derrick henry I think I've got it. I think I've got it. I think I, I don't think you have. I don't think you have. Who's someone who is offensively really prolific, can dominate teams, mm-hmm. and can show up week in, week out? Because Jogbo would sometimes take it easy against the smaller teams, but he was there for the big games. And I thought, so I'm going to pair him to a midfielder, yep. slash attacking midfielder. Someone who's retired, not playing anymore. Uh, I'm going to pair him to the prime version. Of? Go on. 
Yaya Toure. Yes! Come on! Um, that, that was my comparison. I was thinking, who is someone who's just so physically dominant against defences, who can go deep, can take it from deep, can drive through defences, can just be an absolute bully? And I thought, prime Yaya Torre, that year in the Premier League, I think he got 20-odd goals, scoring free kicks, scoring from all over the shop, bullying defenders out of the way when he's playing a bit more attacking as a number 10. That is who remind me of Derek Henry, what he does to defences, is what Yaya Torre used to do to Premier League defenders. That was my comparison. Yeah, I, I knew it instantly. How? Instantly. Like, what, what gave no, it away? What, what gave it away? Uh, I can't remember. Bro, <laughs> as soon as you said, normally you'd, you'd think about a striker, I, I said, I flipped it to defender. I was like, no, you've already done that. No. So then I was like, you're going to go midfield. And then it's going to be him. Then he said it. And I was like, yeah. Then he because... said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go midfield. And I said, boom, it has to be him. And he said, compare it to the week in, week out. And then you said prime version of him, solidified it. It's actually you, you could have said other central midfielders, but I just felt Yael Torrey had that attacking, uh, had that goals contribution, mm. goals return, where he's, he was vital in that City team yeah. that won the league that year with Mancini. And there aren't, there isn't anyone else in world football right now that maybe reminds me of him. Maybe to a lesser extent, Milinkovic, Savic, and Lazio, who isn't, necessarily that quality yet um, someone again big physical dominant playing in a bit more of a further attacking position mm. um, maybe there's someone completely skipping my mind a bit of a Decore but obviously Decore isn't on that level Decore yeah. went out of Watford maybe Musa um, Soko, but he plays again a bit deeper I couldn't think of those big bruising number 10s because you don't necessarily have those um, so that was the comparison I made I thought Derek Henry who's so unique as a player as an athlete the size he is against other players I thought Yael Torrey matched that in terms of his unique yeah, size 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 and uh, return goal return where Derek Henry's got those those touchdown returns that makes those long runs Yael Torrey can smack the ball and make those long runs in midfield so that's my comparison Hey, um, I'm not going to lie to you. My one is a stretch. Um, let's hear it. Let's especially because, let's say, this person is pretty early in their career. However, their uh, football counterpart is, uh, let's say, towards the end of their career. Yeah. Um, that's a hint. So uh, okay. I'm going to go with uh, Patty Mahomes. Oh, oh, I've already made that comparison. Yeah. Well, this one. I've already made a Patrick Mahomes comparison. Yeah. So I'm going to go Magic Touch. Um, as they were coming through the ranks, people could see uh, sparks of brilliance, but they always thought they were, they was a, they were a project uh, because something else was holding them back. Uh, not necessarily um, viewed by the masses as was going to be amazing or was going to be the GOAT. Obviously, Pat Mahomes ain't there yet because he's still pretty young. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but there was something about them or their play uh, held them back um, in terms of being like the the golden child youngster coming through. However, they did get starts pretty early into into their career. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the kind of NFL farming system um, forces you to be of a certain age. So it's not like football where you could start like at 12 really if you want to play a game if you're good enough to play first team but um but yeah so there's like so you're thinking those kind of those kind of things those kind of things going on and they're both like pretty young um at least pat mahomes was through injury 
was it for injury? No, at one point they turned around and said, yeah, you have to, you've got the keys. Yeah, um, yeah. And then they, they shipped out Alex Smith. I remember being on the train yeah. from Harks, from uni, going back to London and seeing that on my updates and thinking, what? Alex Smith has been traded. What, what does that mean? And then that's when. Now, see, I didn't understand why people were so low on Pat Mahomes because I saw him at Texas Tech. I saw some of them, some of them, uh, some of them games. And especially in the draft and all that, they were doing, he was doing sick stuff. And I don't know why, because I okay, I didn't watch like all the games, I'm saying, but I saw some some good games. Do you remember who the coach was, was? Who was coach? Yeah. No, it's no, it's Air Raid. Cliff Kingsbury. There we go. Yep, because um, Kyler wanted because he wanted Kyler, which is funny enough, roughly the same time, or oh, well, just a bit after. But um, yeah, so that, that is happening. They're going, oh, Air Raid offense because he did this. He's not able to blah 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 and blah 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 and blah blah blah. It doesn't fit work into NFL systems. Okay. However, he was able to make all the throws. He was he went head toe to toe with Baker um, when Baker was doing his bits, and I think it was a great great game. He, he ended up losing, but because of that, he dropped down on draft boards. Um, he was number ten on a kind of a stack draft. What's the one ahead of him? Um, and then was it Wentz and Goff? No, no, that was before it was Trubisky. Trubisky, oh, yes. Yeah. That one, I don't understand why Mitch got there. So he'd been overlooked. How could you forget that yeah. they talk about it every single Trubisky game? They talk about it every yeah, single I've, I've, Bears I've game. Yeah, because I've forgotten Mitch Trubisky is still an NFL quarterback, especially as he came out of Duke. So I don't know how that made sense. Apart from, yeah. So, uh, any clues? He, he didn't come from, not. no, he, Mitch Trubisky came from North Carolina. Daniel Jones came from Duke. Daniel Jones came from Duke. Yeah, I see the confusion there. I see the confusion. I was going to say they're both <laughs> basketball teams. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're trying to go for one of the goats or one of the soon goats. So, I is, could either be Messi, Ronaldo, or unless you're going for the Lewandowski route. Is it, it's one of them three, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to say it's Ronaldo? No. Oh, fuck. Lewandowski? No. Wrong oh, it's yeah, Messi. Messi, big man. Naturally gifted, can do everything, but was still overlooked. Messi was overlooked because he was small. Uh, that, but that's at different times. Messi was overlooked when he was eight, nine years old. Um, no, they put him on flip and growth hormones. That Obviously, was when he was eight, nine years old. That was yes, just when he was... Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes was overlooked all the way up until thing, up until college, up until literally when he came became an NFL player because they wanted him to play baseball. Mahomes was still a, like a top fifty. He was a they, lottery pick. I'm they not, wanted him. They wanted comparison. him to play baseball. What Messi wasn't. Messi wasn't disputed. They just didn't rate him because of his size. They thought he was great. That was like, when he was ten. That was when he saw the schoolboy. No one was down on him uh. as much as they were down on Pat. All I'm saying is they were both look, looked over for certain things physically or in the system they were in, and they came back. Like I said, it's a bit tentative, a bit weak, but it's there. That, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it, Chief. Um, yeah, and I think you're hating. I'm definitely not. Um, the reason why Barcelona and they're going to be the goats. The reason uh, why the reason why Barcelona got rid of. Ronaldinho was Pep didn't want Ronaldinho's influence on Messi with his off the field antics. Yeah. Um, Messi was always going to be that boy. The, when he was wearing, I think it was at that time he was wearing. I don't know if he had the number ten jersey, but I think he might have had number nineteen when he ran through the Villarreal team. Mm-hmm. Almost rest in peace, Diego Maradona esque against England in the World Cup. 
that sort of solidified, okay, this kid is definitely the next best youngster. Like, everyone in Lamassay yeah, knew so they, once it's messy. They waited messy. until they were playing first-team football on the big stage. Thank you. Everyone knew, even before then, Messi was the guy. Not everyone knew. Yes, they did. That was, that Messi was like, oh, shit, this kid, watch out for this kid. Um, I get what you're saying in terms of where they are right, where they are in their careers, because Messi, when he did come into the Barcelona team, he had all these amazing players in and around him which they were able to do so much with Mahomes was in a similar situation where he came into a team with all these weapons around him now where Messi is struggling right now in his career is his team has not built a team around him. his club have not built a sufficient team around him yeah since they sold Neymar their best signing has been to Stegen to Stegen Frankie de Jong Griezmann flops Dembele's flopping or flops. Coutinho, they had to get rid of him. He won Champions League somewhere else before he came back. Yeah. Their signings have not been good since Xavi Iniesta and all these other players have left. We'll see now what happens with Mahomes because he's got a big They contract. can't keep paying everyone. That's all we know. What happens three, four years, five years when maybe Kelsey starts to break down or Tyreek Hill starts to break down? They did bring in Nico Hardman. Can he have a similar effect to what Tyreek is having? Mm. We'll see. So in that, that aspect of the career, we'll see how what happens with Mahomes as things go on. How long will Andy Reid coach for? Probably love to coach another five to ten years, but how will, will that happen? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So there you go. See, that's our third down. And you said that's not it, Chief. I'm not having it. Yeah, I still feel my comparison of Mbappe and Mahomes is better. But yeah. Um, uh, yes, it is. Uh, now you're only saying this because that because of the face the stages in the career. Once Patty gets older, thank you, because they can't keep this team forever. That's all we know. They they're finding ways to pay them now, but they are not finding ways to pay them. Oh, also they both signed historical contracts at the time. But anyway, that's a big L for UG. But anyway, big win. Anyway, uh, that's our that's our third down. So let us know who you think reminds you of Patrick Mahomes and Derek Henry. Let's just say for the world of sport. You can you can talk about football, you can have a nice chat about football. Yeah. But talk in the world about of sport, swimmers, why not? Yeah, Michael Phelps, isn't it? Tommy it's... B is the Michael Phelps. Oh jeez. Anyway, yes. So that's Fred Atlantic for this week. Week 13 at NFL. Um but just once again, just to reiterate, we are recording this before the Steelers and Ravens, so we do not know who's injured or who's yeah. got COVID in the next two days. Because that seems now we need a disclaimer every every time that in the next two days a whole team can be wiped out by a COVID uh, test. So yes, that's for the Atlantic. We are your boys. Let's go, baby. Top winners. Well, hopefully, I'll come back. But see you next time. Adios. Peace.